Hi, my name is Manton, and this is Timetable. So it's Monday before the Apple event, big announcement of the iPhone, whatever it's going to be, 8, 8 Plus, X. A lot was leaked about the iPhone over the last few days. I've seen some of it, kind of skimmed some of it, but I'm still really excited about watching the keynote tomorrow. I know I'm going to lose a couple hours of the workday just looking at that and reading updates from people that are out in California. So I'm trying to get a lot done ahead of time. And I, I think I have. I've been working on the iPhone app for micro.blog version 1.1. I thought it would still be a week or two out, but I think it's basically ready. And it has a, a few new features. I'm actually really happy with the way this update is coming together. I'll post a whole preview, um, maybe a little screencast, either when I submit it to Apple or when it gets approved. But the big new things include markdown syntax highlighting. So as you're typing on your iPhone or iPad, bold, italics, block quotes, links, these things get color-coded and uh, it looks a lot nicer. There's also a little formatting toolbar if you just need to make something bold or add a link. There's also support for uploading multiple photos. Perhaps the biggest change, there's support for posts with titles. And you know, one of the things about micro.blog is that I didn't want to clutter the UI with a lot of complexity and extra fields because one of the points of indie microblogging is to make blogging as fast and simple as using Twitter. If it's easier, more people will do it. And so we can't achieve that if it's a pain to post anything and you have to wonder, do I need to put a title in? Do I need to click on these buttons? Do I need to add these fields? You know, whatever. The complexity that you often see in like a full-featured blogging client or even in just like the WordPress web administrative interface. So how it works is you type a post as you normally would, and the character counter increments the same as it does in the current 1.0 version of the app. Below 140 characters, it's blue to indicate that you're within Twitter's limit. After that, the text is just black. And if you hit 280 characters, it turns red to tell you you're over the, the limit of or the suggested you know guideline for 280 characters. And now something slightly different happens. If you hit that 280 limit, a little title field slides down from the top of the screen. And at that point, you can go in and enter a title. And when you enter a title, if you want to, the character counter goes away. And you can just continue to type. You can have a longer post, more like a traditional blog post. So I'm really happy with the way this is working. I've been testing it over the last day. And I think it's the right balance of focusing on microblog posts, on short posts, but still letting you post longer essays and, and whatnot if you want to. So I can't wait to send that out. I'll submit it to Apple tomorrow or the next day, try to get into the queue and approved before the onslaught of people submitting apps for iOS 11. The new version of the micro.blog iOS app does not require iOS 11 and I'd like to get it out as soon as possible in that window between the announcement of the new iPhones and when iOS 11 ships, presumably next week, two weeks from now. So the other thing I'm doing today is I'm finally sending out some more invites to micro.blog. We've been sending out little ones here and there as people ask, or, or if you're on micro.blog, you have invites on your account and you can invite some people. So some people have been trickling into the service, but we really need to get a larger number of people joining more feedback better understanding of what people like about it, what things are missing, what things are working well. 
And so I'm inviting more batches of folks from the waiting list. There's an announcement list that I set up right after the Kickstarter ended, literally like I think the day after. So like the beginning of February, we started asking people for email addresses so they could be notified when it launches to the public. And there's quite a few people on this list now. And so I'm just taking some off that list, 50, 100 at a time, sending some out. And we'll be doing that over the next few weeks to see what new people that weren't part of the Kickstarter think of the service. And I think we'll learn a lot from that. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. If you need past episodes, check out timetable.fm.